Ladies and gentlemen, this is Childish Behavior, the mythical adventures of two fantastic family pastors. Hey, this is Aaron and Rick. Hello, interwebbers. And we've got our special guest, David Laughlin, the Christian illusionist, um, one of my favorite illusionists ever. I'm excited because we're going to be laughing with Laughlin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was lame. I like to start with stuff, something kind of fun and flashy and, yeah. you know, we're going to get their attention. So, so uh, Rick, come on over here. I'm going to have Rick crawl in this box, if that's cool. Oh, my goodness. Um, Aaron, what do you use for this box? It looks like a lost and found from a middle school boys trip. There's like socks and Funyuns and all kinds of weird stuff. I don't know if I want to get in here. It smells funky and looks a little sketchy. So uh, Rick may not know that you asked about this, but um, people always ask me, can you make someone disappear? Yes. And before Rick got here, uh, you asked me that. And so not to put you on the spot, but we're going to try this. Okay. I uh, have a spirit of adventure and I love to do kind of uh, fun things, but uh, getting in a sketchy, smelly box and then disappearing I don't know if our insurance will cover that. Um, I, I, we might have to talk to our legal department. Uh, yeah, this is T. Ferguson, Quality Insurance, Legal Management, and Tom Fullery Enforcer. How may I assist you? Hey, hey Mr. Ferguson, I am so sorry to bother you. Um, Aaron's got an idea to... Uh, make me disappear in the studio today and I just wanted to make sure that that our insurance covered uh, magical mishaps and illusions that go wrong. So Aaron as a magician was going to uh, make you disappear. Let me check my documents. I don't see anything that would prevent this from happening. Uh, we would want you to, to safely return and don't get any blood on the carpet. Uh, alright, just stay out of trouble. You, you want to see something kind of fun here, Aaron? Alright, we're legal, but I don't have to like this. But I'll do this for the podcast. Okay, Rick is in the box. We're closing the box. Um, Aaron, you could have at least put some air holes in here. Uh, golly, it stinks so bad. I, I think I'm going to pass out. <laughs> um, just don't forget about me, okay? Please. And uh, <laughs> that I valiantly uh, did this for the podcast and viewer enjoyment. Um, one, two, three. Give us a little magical gesture there, Aaron. Open the box. Rick has vanished. That means I have my own show now. You've got it. That was the easiest way to get rid of it. Probably the most popular question. Can you make this person disappear? You know, that's the easy part. The hard part is actually making them come back. So um, that might take a little bit longer. So I apologize for that. Wow. How about that? Um, well, that was a cool trick. So let's do some other tricks. Um, you've got to do a card trick for us, of course. A card trick. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's try this. So, you know what? I want to make this kind of random. Um, I know I'm in... I'm actually in Detroit right now. Uh, you're, you're in Kentucky, yes. I'm guessing. Um, 
So I can't really hand you the cards to shuffle them. So let's do this. If you don't have any cards, just use your imagination. That'd be awesome. Perfect, perfect. Now go ahead and uh, cut the deck in half. I want you to reach inside and take out one card, again, with your imagination. So yeah, no, uh, go ahead and look at it and you can tell me, tell the listeners, what was the card you chose? It was the two of spades, actually. The two of spades, awesome. Now look at this, Aaron. Um, before we started, I had one card in my hand. Uh, I'm gonna turn it around so you can see that one card was the two of spades. Wow, our viewers can't see this, but this truly is epic. He has figured out what my card was. What makes it spectacular is that I get to see all these cool tricks without Rick, very epic. And our viewers don't even see these cool tricks because they're not as special as me. Yeah, it's really just kind of a, a one-man show for one man. I guess that's how this is working. It's probably the greatest episode of Childish Behavior that's ever happened. Some uh, stiff competition already, I hear. So, so, you know, there's a lot to compare it to. Yes. I mean, Rick's already disappeared. Um, we've already done a magic trick. I mean, what else is left? Do you have any more cool tricks up your sleeve? You know, um, maybe I can save one if, uh, if Rick is able to reappear. Uh, we'll, we'll work on that, but um, let's dive into some other stuff. Okay, that sounds good. Um, do you have any, I, I know you're in Detroit right now. Um, what else do you have? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing, we, we love to do all types of events. Um, you know, the main thing we do is obviously work with churches and we do tons of family events. Um, but those things look differently, so it's kind of cool. Um, my wife and I were just out in Portland at a kids' convention, and it was just that. It was a really cool event just for second through fifth graders um, and just kind of something unique. You know, there's a lot of stuff like that for students, but we got to do that there. Uh, today, I'm actually driving down into Ohio for a volunteer appreciation, so kind of a, a little bit on the other side where last weekend was all kids, and then today is mainly adults, people that serve within the church, within kids ministry and other capacities, and just, you know, kind of pouring into them. I think that, you know, often as church leaders, we spend so much time worrying about recruiting volunteers and how do I get somebody to fill the space that we don't always make the space to just say thank you. So that's what today is all about. Get to kind of hang out with them and then uh, on to West Virginia over the weekend for some family service type things. So yeah, it's fun. It's always something new and different and Love being able to meet and work with different church leaders and like you. Yeah, and y'all do a couple of different kinds of shows too. You have the, the bigger show where your whole family comes out and I've seen that and I've also seen the show where we get just you and admittedly uh, the show with your whole family is a lot cuter uh, with your with your kids and everybody being in it and stuff. But you're good too, I guess. You know? <laughs> I, well, I appreciate that, but I also agree. So Yes, my wife, Tisha, and I, we have four kids. Um, yeah, at the time we're recording this, they are nine, seven, four, and two. Um, but we have birthdays. We're hitting birthday season, so this is going to change quickly. But yeah, it's super fun when the whole family's in the show. I think especially for family events, to see a family up there and, you know, the, the fun that can happen, uh, the real mess that can happen. Yes. That kind of shows like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, real people with their two-year-old on stage. Anything can happen. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's definitely, without a doubt, the better, cuter, more fun yes. program. But but then again, I do my best on my own, too. Yes, and you do a great job also. And you're always wrapping a gospel presentation through everything you're doing. You present the gospel. That was the most impressive thing. You know, me and you, you talk about coming to our church. You're like, well, how do you want me to do this? You know, do you want to do this? Do I want want me to do this and we we found a way to balance it where you present it and then you allowed me to come in and and, and 
swing down and swoop up the the low hanging fruit there at the end, which which is in a lot of ways is the most helpful thing because it it helps point people back to the church when when you come and do your awesome because I can't do that many tricks, you know, no matter many how many David Laughlin books I read, I can't do everything <laughs> as well as you do. You know. Um, but you do some other things pretty amazingly well, Aaron, that's for sure. Um probably not, but we'll we'll <laughs> act like I do. Um and that that's what's really cool. And that's what I personally recommend you to everybody and anybody who who can and and because I know I know your heart for ministry and see that through through your show and the way you do stuff. You know, when I when I when I called you and it's like I don't know if I can do this this and this and you said it's fine. <laughs> you know, it, it's not that. You know, it was it was some of the the you need two bottles of water here or there and the other and I was like I don't I don't know how to do I don't. <laughs> two two bottles of water was too complicated. I get it. It was too complicated. We actually, but no, a, it's uh, even water available. That was not too complicated. It was the the dressing room issue. I think is what I had an issue with, because where you, I didn't have one located near the area, but we were able to get it sorted out. And, and you, just, oh yeah, you know, I mean, I think ultimately for me, that's it. Like you know, uh, we we hope that our ministry always exists for that purpose to serve other churches and. You know, we want it to be as simple as possible. And so there's little things that help. Like, hey, is there a place that I can store my stuff? And, and you know, but we also know every church is different. Yes. Uh, and so every situation is different. And that means there has to be a lot of flexibility. I, I think that's just ministry in general. Yes. You know, we always, it's easy to have a plan. Um, but, you know, to quote Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. You know, and sometimes in ministry, that's what feels like happens, right? Like we have this plan and then it's like, wait a minute, you know, you wake up in the morning and, and you have multiple messages from people saying, oh, I, I guess I can't make it there after all. And somebody gets sick and you kind of feel like you're you know, punched in the face and now you got to figure it out. So, yeah, so you have to be flexible and be ready for whatever situation. And I think, uh, you know, it's great when everything goes perfect, but you have to figure out Hey man, how do we make this work? And 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 that's definitely our goal is we want to be flexible and serve and make it simple for other people so they can focus on their community that's there, their people, and not focus on us. Man, you know, somebody who's doing this awesome show, it's an it's an intimidating thing to do. And and I think you make it very, very easy. You know, I've had I brought in some people where you you've gotta bring in speakers where you gotta you gotta organize this and that and the other. And for you, you know, I thought it was awesome that you said this is my, this is how much it's going to cost. And then you handle everything else yourself. And which was for me being the person organizing everything else. I was like, Oh, I don't have to worry about any of this stuff for you. And that was the coolest thing ever is, is you, you literally, and that, that also shows your, your heart for trying to help the church and saying, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. All you have to worry about is making sure my family eats, <laughs> you know, pay, pay sure. you, feed your family um, and you come in and do an awesome show. And it is, it is an awesome show from start to finish. You know, I think it's been almost a, it's been at least six, seven months since, since you've been here, I think. And people still talk about that. Still talk That's about awesome. That. So, That's really cool to hear. It was so. That, that is awesome. And it is, you know, I mean, it's good to hear that it was kind of easy and fun to host. I think that, you know, again, I, I, for me, ministry leaders are always 
focusing on recruiting another volunteer and preparing one more thing and taking care of other last minute details. And so, you know, I think that's a, it's a good thing. I think hopefully for all of us to say, you know, how can I uh, do my best and be excellent? What is really required for that? And what areas can I just be flexible with and, and say, Hey, I can, you know, I can serve a little bit more in this area and help you out and make it easier. You know, I think that's something for all of us. Now, if anybody's wanting to look into trying to schedule for an event, they just need to go to David and Tisha, Tisha Laughlin. You have to spell yeah, it. you got it. David and Tisha. So it's, yeah, it's all spelled out. David, D-A-V-I-D-A-N-D-T-E-E-S-H-A.com. David and Tisha.com. So. Yes. And if you go there, you can, you can, there's a place to do booking. There's a, there's videos to see what kind of stuff y'all do, some promo stuff. Um, there's all kinds of stuff there to, to say, hey, here, here's who they are. I have to say one of the most professional setups I've seen. You know, one of the other kind of fun things is, is the, um, we've really put more and more into building resources for other people to use. You know, like you said, sometimes it works well to say, hey, we want you to come in. And sometimes you're just like, hey, we, we want something that we can do that's just five or ten minutes long that's going to add a little a little fun and creativity to our message and so you know you can also find illusions there just simple things that you can make or things that you can purchase both ways that you can then use in your ministry that hey here's a fun exciting way to uh, present the message and um, be able to do it in kind of a clear fun way that keeps people engaged but also just that it's not just about the the creative illusion it's about the fun as well so which i have a lot of your I have a whole bag full. There you go. Illusions. Oh, look at that. They just appeared. Got ropes. I'm still not very good at that one. Um, I've got. Hey, you've got quite a collection there. Some of the stuff that I do takes a lot of time and a lot of practice. See, out of my bag of tricks, literally. They actually are made so they don't require tons and tons of practice. You should just be able to. Put it together right away. You have this stuff where you can purchase a lot of stuff and do, because I know a lot of people out there are looking for cool ideas to do tricks and stuff and use them in their gospel presentation. Um, yeah, and that totally works. I mean, everybody has a different, you know, just like everybody has a different kind of presentation style. You don't have to do it how I did it. You do it where it works for you. I almost forgot that we had made him disappear earlier. Uh, we should probably bring him back at some point. Did you do that? You know, uh, his wife would probably like it if you brought him back. Okay, well check this out. Last time you uh, looked inside the box, Rick was gone. Um, but now, if we close the lid. Okay, we're closing the and lid. And then uh, wave your fingers. Yeah, just like that. Uh, if we open it, check this out. Rick will make a reappearance. And we're gonna make Rick reappear right now. Are you ready for this? There he is. <gasps> oh! I'm back. Oh my goodness, I'm back. I felt like I was in there for years. I walked along this slimy, twisted reality of what we call our reality. Everything was covered with gross slime. I eventually teamed up with a, a ragtag bunch of kids that reminded me of the Goonies, uh, and we fought monsters off. Uh, we befriended a... Uh, young girl that used her powers of the love of ego waffles to destroy the bad guys and uh right when we were about to get medals uh i popped back over here but thank you oh my goodness
Well, you missed most of the show. Well, it wasn't my idea to disappear in a smelly box. Now that we have Rick back, let's uh, try something. Um, Rick, I want you to think of a number, like not extremely large, but not, you know, not too short. Like maybe something that has like four or five digits, uh, something like that. And then uh, just go ahead and say that number out loud. Two, five, two, five. Two, five, two, five. That's the last four digits of your social security number, right? Oh, man. Yeah. So was it really a trick? Just uh, wanted to get that information out to as many people as possible. No. Okay, no, uh, Aaron, I want you to do the same. If you would name a number like, you know, three, four, five digits, something like that. Um, 470. 472. So uh, Rick had 2525. You had 472. Um, do you have a calculator there, Aaron or Rick? So what I want you to do is uh, take 2525 and subtract 472. And then tell me what number you get. It's 2053 <laughs> if you need some help. So wait, we're, we're not done. We're not done. We haven't done anything. So then if you take that times three, then you have to figure out what that is. This is the really tricky part. Can you do that? 2053, push the little X symbol. That stands for times, and then three. So then, uh, Aaron, what is the total that you came up with? 6159, is that? 6159, is that true? Check this out. Before this began, I wrote this number down on this piece of paper. Um, you guys could have chose any numbers you wanted but the total came out to 6159. That's what I have on this little piece of paper. Isn't that amazing? I think uh, that definitely makes it more exciting when you get to listen to it on a podcast. Because uh, that trick was spectacularly awesome. And um, it's almost as good as making an entire person disappear. But the best part is making somebody reappear. Do not question getting in a box when somebody tells you to. Well, I will next time. <laughs> that, that is a good point. It's amazing what people will do if you just ask. David, what is your favorite trick that you perform? There's a trick we do where uh, my wife and I are backstage and we're not even on stage and it's just all four of our kids. You know, my nine-year-old's doing a trick and my two-year-old daughter's like bringing different props up. If I had to answer, I'd say my favorite one is the one my kids do with these big, huge magic wands that I just get oh, to watch. Oh. So yeah, it's kind of fun. But, um, you know, I mean, we love when we can kind of share about some of our mission experience and encourage other people that, you know, we all, as followers of Jesus, have a calling and a mission to share his love with whatever gifts God's given us. So we do a snow trick that's really kind of fun to be able to show that. I love the gospel stuff, but I, you know, I also love just the things that, you know, when from the stage, you can see a dad sitting with his kids, you know, and, and people of all ages, you know, when you see, you know, when you see dads engaged and involved and laughing alongside their kids, there's some tricks I like oh, yeah. just because... I get to see from the stage what the audience is doing. So David, what were some of your influences growing up that got you to where you are now? Yeah, well, first of all, my, my dad was a pastor and we started a pretty small church. And so when, anytime there was some sort of special event, like a vacation Bible school, whatever it was, my dad started doing different tricks. Like he had learned some things in college. My mom would do puppets and things like that. And oh, so cool. as a kid growing up, like I kind of watched and experienced those things. And then my dad started developing more and traveling more and working with churches. And so in 2002, my wife and I um, left our jobs and went to India to do mission work. 
and in that process, just like, hey, we got to do something to kind of connect with people. And so that's what we did. We brought along our awesome. different tricks and illusions that we had and puppets and balloon animals and whatever. And it was just, uh, it was really cool to see barriers broken down and people get super excited to watch what we did, but then also present the gospel. We were invited to Hindu schools and just all over the place. I mean, but, but going back, like really, it was just my parents and watching them do illusions and puppets and whatever it was. And, you know, they still do to this day. They still, uh, they're in wow. Branson, Missouri, and they have a, a show. And they also travel at times and go to, go to churches too and do trainings. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's good to have good parental figures in your life. Within our programs, we always do say, hey, everything we do is just a trick. Like, it's not real. You know, we don't um, don't have any kind of supernatural powers or anything like that. Like, we say, we believe in miracles, but God does miracles. These are all just tricks. It's all just illusions. But to me, the irony is, um, I think that's almost the most honest versus so many other messages in the world where we always are communicated that, Hey, if you just owned this product, if you just kind of had this friend group, if you, whatever it was, and we're kind of led to believe that it would lead us to a place that it doesn't like, it would give us more fulfillment and happiness and joy. And so that's part of our thing is like, Hey man, this is all just real fun stuff to make you smile and laugh, but none of it's real, but we also want to share with you something that's real. David, we were wondering, me and Aaron, if you would give us some insider information, if you would allow us to understand a trick, that you could go through the trick showing us the inside and outs so that we could perform that trick and just blow the minds of our students. That's fair. I mean, this is a special thing, so I'll leave it in your hands. What one trick do you really want to know? And I will uh, share with you that one secret today of your choice, your decision. How, how do you cut your wife in half? How do you cut a person in half? Okay. Here's what I would say. There's actually uh, several ways that you could do it. But the first method that I would recommend is that you actually would start by taking a large table. And then here's the most important thing that you need to do. Oh, it's uh, Deep Ferguson. We cannot let you hear this audio. Uh, we do not condone the act of cutting uh, people in two without the proper training. So viewer discretion is advised. So then that's the trickiest part is when you actually put them back together. But, but now you know how to both cut them in half and put them back together. So yeah, you guys can try that if you want. Oh yeah. What's the word? Today we're going to be reading out of Mark 12, verse 30 and 31. It says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second command is this, Love your neighbor as you love yourself. There are no commandments more important than these. Guys, we have to remember what's important and we need to understand that if we are going to live for God, we've got to love for God. Uh, we've got to love him first and then we've got to be in third place. We've got to take care of our neighbors. We've got to take care of the people that are hurting and uh, this verse just challenges me to live that way every day. 
David, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show with us today. Thank you for just taking the time to show us some really cool things and to show us your heart and why you do what you do. You're welcome. Pleasure to be here with you. This has been Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron. Stay childish, everyone. Uh, if you're on social media, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Childish Behavior Podcast. And then on Twitter, we are at Childish Too because their stuff is short and we can't fit all that on there. Yeah. So check us out, like us, follow us, share us, whatever you want to do. We'd appreciate it. Also, on Apple iTunes, please go and leave a review and give us a star rating. If you'd like to give us a five star, I'm not stopping you. But help us out with that, please.